Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Seat of the Cab with me, your host, Mr. Nigel Williams. We're going to have a chat about drinking drugs tonight. We're on the way home. A few days ago, one of my good friends shared with me some pictures, some images. Digger laid on its side. Laid on its side, wanting a belly rub. Thankfully, the driver wasn't seriously injured. But the driver was intoxicated on alcohol and over-the-counter medicines. Scary, isn't it? Scary, isn't it, that we're in this period now of economic uncertainty uncertainty surrounding the work the employment status etc and I understand people turning to drinking drugs I do as a means of comfort as a means of forgetting as a means of numbing the pain drinking drugs are a symptom of a wider problem what that wider problem is, what those substances are masking, we don't know. They're an individual circumstance. They really are. They truly are individual circumstances. Are they masking a breakup of the family at home? Are they masking financial difficulties? Are they masking health problems themselves? Pain in backs, knees, legs, shoulders and arms. But whatever those substances are masking, the use and abuse of drink and drugs on site is jeopardising other people's lives. I want to help people. I do. I truly want to help people. Whatever they are suffering with, I want to help them find a way out of it. I want to be the solution to their problem, to stop their pain. But I can't do it without their help. Without them turning and coming to me and saying, Nigel, I'm not okay, man. I need help. Nigel, I'm really struggling. Have you got five minutes? I'll make five minutes. I'll make five hours. No drama. What I don't want to do is go to another funeral. What I don't want to do is read another obituary. What I don't want to do is see more HSE statistics. And what I really don't want is to see the statistics from the Lighthouse Club, construction industry charity, that tells me that some 700 men in construction, and it is predominantly men, because it is a male-populated industry, committing suicide and taking their own lives due to the stress and the strain of life and 
the circumstances in which they find themselves in. And I certainly don't want to see anybody injured as a consequence of an accident due to somebody being under the influence, intoxicated by drink or drugs. I do want to help people, but I do have limitations on my tolerance. Considering how dangerous the machinery is that we operate. The guy who rolled that digger was drunk on whiskey. So, that's an alcoholic beverage that is very strong in odour. It's very telling and very noticeable. Are you seriously telling me that nobody noticed, nobody could smell it on his breath? That he didn't reek of booze when he stood there in the morning briefing? Was he the guy who sloped off to his machine first thing and didn't actually receive a briefing? Why didn't the labourers notice? Why didn't the general foreman notice when he came to speak to him in the day? The same for those who abuse cannabis. A very strong odour when they smoke. Something highly noticeable. I'm just grateful that there was no fatality that day. And I'm grateful that nobody else was injured other than the operator himself who was under the influence. What was the cause? We don't know. What will be the remediation of this? Don't know. What will the... <laughs> what will the trade bodies within the industry do to safeguard my life against people who are found to have been under the influence of drugs and alcohol and in the workplace? Will people get a black mark on their card? No, they don't do that. Will they have their card revoked? No, they don't do that either. Is there a database of names, national insurance numbers and registration numbers of cards that have been revoked and these people are no longer permitted to work in the construction industry? No, no, we don't have that either. And we've got this grey area between jurisdictions of the HSE on site on private property and the police who can prosecute people on public property for being under the influence of drugs and alcohol driving motor vehicles. This grey area where no one wants to stand up and take any responsibility. I really wish we could see some kind of reckoning right now and companies 
taking responsibility from the top to the bottom. In this recession, we have the chance. In this recession, we have the opportunity to reset the boundaries of acceptability within the industry. We do. We do. Because if the construction industry is going to continue, if the construction industry is going to continue throughout this recession, with the infrastructure projects on the books, then we should be able to dictate to the people who want to come and work in the industry that is paying a lot of money, that is going to save their houses, that is going to keep their wives, girlfriends and children in the lives that they are accustomed. We should be able to push a more healthy, approach to life. We should be able to tackle the root causes that push people to use these substances as a crutch to get by. Cocaine use, marijuana, alcohol, We have the chance to have this set. We have the chance to tackle the problems from top to bottom within companies, within the industry, the companies that make up the industry. The industry is a group of companies and a population of people who work within the sector. We are the construction industry. Now is our chance to have this reset where we tackle drugs and alcohol head on for a cultural and societal reset where we tell people that it is not acceptable. If you want to work within the construction industry where you can earn enormous sums of money where it is possible to forge an incredible career that will last a lifetime, then you must not abuse drugs and alcohol. Will this happen? No, will it fuck? Will the accrediting bodies do something about people who test positive for drugs and alcohol on site. No, will they fuck? Oof, couldn't possibly do that. Yet, we talk about mental health awareness. We talk about diversity. Diversity of colour, diversity of sexuality, diversity of religion. Yada, 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 yada. And we champion those things because they can be empty platitudes, you see. They can be nice, fluffy social media posts. If you want to tackle drink and drugs, how are you going to do that? Well, you're going to turn up with the van 
you're going to lock the gates, you're going to piss test everyone on site, and anyone with a positive test result is going to get sacked. So how are we going to clean up the industry? Especially when I personally, I've seen guys standing at the gate, drug testing today, drug testing today, go, 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 go and have a day home, boys. Fucking hell, gonna get go, fucking hell, drug testing, drug testing. And the fucking car park's virtually empty. Because everyone's either pissed up or on drugs. But what happens the following day when there's no drug testing? All of those people that lost a day's pay because of drug testing that day, they're back to work tomorrow to go and earn the rest of the week's money. But what if they weren't? What if they couldn't come back to work? What if they couldn't come back to the industry? What if they stood a chance of losing their livelihood through the misuse, abuse of drugs and alcohol. Would it change their attitudes towards drugs and alcohol then? When they lost their jobs, they lost their homes, they lost their houses, their marriages broke down, and they stood a chance of losing everything all because they wouldn't stop smoking weed. All because they wouldn't stop fucking hoovering up lines of fucking Colombian marching powder. All because they couldn't turn up to work sober. Do they want to ruin the rest of their lives? And since when did it become socially acceptable to turn up to work, stoned out your fucking box, mashed out your fucking brain? pissed out of the fucking tree. It's hard to stand against it on site when everyone around you is on that path. And the only way you can support something like that is if the powers that be want that to happen. Or are they just as guilty as everyone else for indulging in a little bit of personal automatic on a fucking Saturday night? Getting some bugle, three bags deep, ten cans later. Little bit of bag, little bit of nose powder. Dunno. The only thing I hope is that I'm never involved in an accident. Due to some scumbag taking my life for granted by indulging in drink and drugs and coming to work. So yeah, if you've got any thoughts, hit me up, let me know. Nigel Williams, Facebook, LinkedIn. 
from the seat of the cab at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts. Because I would really like to hear what other people have to say. Hit me up. Let me know. And I'll catch you in the next one, folks. Take care. Bye-bye.